Welcome to Tropeful, a weekly look at how trope influences our understanding of our texts. I'm Cantor David Reinwald, and Tropeful returns again this week for Shabbat Shirah and Parashat Beshalach. I am so glad to begin the Tropeful podcast again after a very long hiatus due to a rather busy fall. Thank you for coming back and joining us again on this very special Shabbat, one which I thought would be rather appropriate for a reboot of the podcast, and so, let's begin. I would like to dedicate this podcast episode to my congregant and friend, Norm Harris, of Blessed Memory. Norm listened to many of the early podcasts I did during last year's tropeful season, and would often send me short emails with questions he had about what I had presented. He also had questions about the differences between Torah and Haftarah trope, and this week is actually a great one to touch upon that. Thank you, Norm, for perhaps unknowingly pushing me in this direction in your wise pursuit of knowledge. As you may already know, this Shabbat is called Shabbat Shira because of its connection to the reading, well, the chanting, of course, of the portion containing the Song of the Sea, just one of two songs found in the Torah. You can learn a lot more about that by listening to last year's tropeful episode on Parashat Beshalach. But what I didn't touch upon last year is that the paired Haftarah portion for the Shabbat is also, you might be guessing it, a song. Now the Haftarot in many places are often quite poetic, and it is believed that many if not all were sung by the prophets. Maybe the prophets were even the inventors of Haftarah trope. That's a mystery for us all to ponder. But embedded within this week's Haftarah is an actual song, and it is a rather complex one. If you take a moment to read through it, it might baffle you and make you want to read it a few times over, and I certainly have. This song is preceded in the Haftarah by an almost historic retelling of the times and the life of the judge Deborah, and it also includes the rather gruesome story of Yael and the violent murder of Sisera. But I will let you read that one on your own. In the Torah, the Song of the Sea has been attributed to Moses, but modern scholars are not so sure of this based upon its content. It seems to look back on the situation from a settled point in our history. However, the florid and appointed language of the Hebrew itself does seem to be older. Just following the Song of the Sea, we read of the singing and celebration of Miriam, one of the most celebrated female heroines in the Torah, just after our four mothers, our four Imahot. And it really is Miriam who I want to draw a comparison to as we look to Deborah in the Haftarah. They both are truly standout heroines in the Tanakh as a whole. Miriam's role is perhaps elevated mainly due to her connection to Moses, while Deborah is listed as a prophet, perhaps of her own very merit. The Plout commentary notes that Deborah is one of four women who are called a prophet. Deborah sends the warrior Barak to defeat Sisera, but ultimately it is Yael who brings the surprise and gruesome ending. Is it ironic that there are actually two female heroines in this portion? I can't imagine so, but I guess when you have one, you get another for free. 
This truly stands out among our biblical stories, which, needless to say to you, do not center themselves on female heroines the majority of the time. Now, the song of Deborah recants the actions that have just happened while surrounding itself also with the names of the tribes, names with which my bat mitzvah student this week is practicing over and over again, and they get to be quite a tongue twister. But the idea of their mention depicts their placement in an almost militaristic fashion, explaining who helped and who refused to join in the campaign. The chanting of the Song of Deborah, unlike the chanting of the Song of the Sea, does not use a special melody, it is just Haftarah trope. However, there is one trope that periodically stuck out to me as I read through the song. It is the Zakaif Gadol. It's a trope that I often have also pointed to in Torah. Its role here is the same as in the Torah. It is a divider, often dividing two phrases from each other while it stands out singularly. I will also say that the melody for Zakef Gadol in Haftarah trope is actually one of my least favorites. Among a Haftarah trope that is generally extremely musical with a constant flow, the Zakef Gadol sounds like five notes that were just randomly placed together when it is sung. Zakef Gadol. The Zakef Gadol in Deborah's song is used toward the end of several verses in a systematic yet not overly used fashion. I must note that the very first time we find it is in chapter 5, verse 3, on the word Azamer. Azamer. It means, I will sing. Ironic again? This has to be the most purposeful use of trope, to draw out the very idea that we are singing a word about singing in a biblical song. How crafty! We find the Zakef Gadol also used on one of the mentions of God's name, Adonai, in verse 13, as well as on the mention of Yael at the beginning of verse 24. Now, one would think that perhaps using this trope for its final time in this chapter in the mention of Yael would be appropriate, but this is not the case. The final time we hear this trope is at the end of verse 29, making a mention to a quote-unquote she. Who is she? No, it's not Yael. No, it's not Deborah. It is the mother of the deceased, Sisera. Now, Sisera is a known enemy to our people, but the song treats his mother with sympathy. Noting prior in verse 28, out of the window looks Sisera's mother, she peers through the lattice. Why is his chariot so long in coming? Why are his chariot's hoofbeats delayed? Could this be a parallel to the same images we sometimes think of as the Egyptians were hurled into the sea in this week's Torah portion? They, too, were God's children. The parallels between these two readings run extremely deep, and it is truly a week where melody becomes a river that flows. I wish you 
a Shabbat Shirah of Harmony. And until next time, be tropeful. <laughs>